Hello, knowledge seekers. In this episode of 20-Minute Books, we delve into Buddhism Plain and Simple by Steve Hagen. This enlightening read offers a straightforward guide to the core teachings of Buddhism. It focuses on practical applications of Buddhist philosophy, emphasizing awareness and the importance of living in the present moment. Steve Hagen, a respected Zen priest and teacher, presents these ancient truths in a manner that connects them directly with the challenges and situations we encounter in our daily lives. Whether you are a spiritual seeker aiming to grasp the depths of human existence, a professional caught up in the whirlwind of a hectic lifestyle, or simply someone looking to escape a state of unawareness regarding basic Buddhist wisdom, this book serves as an accessible resource. Steve Hagen's experience as an author and teacher brings credibility to his work, making Buddhism plain and simple, an essential companion for anyone on the path to mindfulness and enlightenment. Join us as we explore how to incorporate the essence of Buddhist practices into our everyday routine, bringing peace and clarity to our minds. Buddhism, plain and simple, the practice of being aware, right now, every day. Introduction. Discover serenity in seeing the world with clarity. Have you ever caught yourself feeling strangely hollow after a seemingly perfect day out? Perhaps you spent hours delighting in good company, treating your taste buds, and even indulging in a bit of retail therapy, only to return home feeling drained and unfulfilled. Or maybe your days are riddled with anxieties, fretting over a potentially missed train or an upcoming bill, can feel like a relentless assault on your peace of mind. This worry can extend to more profound concerns, like the well-being of loved ones or job stability. In the hustle and bustle of Western life, it's common to encounter feelings of dissatisfaction, depression, and fear. What crucial element are we missing? Interestingly, Many prominent figures, including Bill Clinton, Philip Glass, Orlando Bloom, and Tina Turner have found solace in the teachings of Buddhism. They, like many others, have been drawn to its insights and promises of inner tranquility. Buddhism suggests that what we truly seek is already present, simply obscured by our web of desires, worries, and judgments that distorts our view of reality. The good news is that it's within our reach to peel back this veil and connect with the world as it truly is, free from our internal biases and preconceptions. Throughout this exploration, you'll uncover profound lessons, including the concept that the self may be an illusion, strategies to direct your energy and efforts with purpose, and the unexpected wisdom that can be gleaned from something as mundane as a leaky faucet, illuminating the path to mindfulness. Part 1. Embrace the present to unlock a life of contentment. Do pangs of emptiness and a sense of unfulfillment shadow your days, despite seemingly having it all? If you're grappling with an elusive discontent, unable to pinpoint the source of your sorrow, perhaps the ancient wisdom of Buddhism holds the key to your tranquility. We often find ourselves suffering not from the situations at hand, but from our relentless tendency to weigh them against our personal expectations and desires. The trouble is that our habitual way of living pulls us relentlessly away from the here and now, where life's true essence unfolds. 
Consider how we incessantly judge ourselves, others, and the circumstances we encounter, all based on preconceived notions. A rainy summer day becomes a source of gloom simply because it clashes with our sunny expectations. If we aren't busy crafting new disappointments, we're occupied with superficial desires, yearning for the latest car, a bigger house, or flawless skin. These desires and expectations act as a barrier, preventing us from fully engaging with the world around us. We fail to appreciate the simple joy of a cool rain because we're too fixated on the absence of sunshine we had set our hearts on. This perspective leads to unhappiness for two primary reasons. First, it starves us of genuine experiences, the richness of which can only be savoured when we embrace the reality of the present moment. Second, by expecting the world to conform to our wishes, we're essentially setting ourselves up for a perpetual cycle of disappointment. Buddhism sheds light on the fact that much of our distress stems from a reluctance to accept the nature of change. We often view change as a harbinger of endings and loss, which includes the ultimate fear of death. Caught in a whirlwind of confusion, fear, and dissatisfaction, it begs the question, how can we learn to perceive reality as it truly is? The practice of Buddhism doesn't suggest renouncing control. It invites the realization that control was an illusion to begin with. Life, in its very essence, is a symphony of change. We're born, we grow, age, and eventually pass. These transformations are beyond our command. Everything and everyone is subject to change, and embracing this constant flux is the first step towards inner peace. Part 2. Finding Peace Through Wise Practices and Mindful Thought Imagine Buddhist teachings as a vessel capable of guiding you across the vast lake of human suffering, a concept known in Buddhism as dukkha. On this journey, eight vital practices serve as your oars. Right view, right intention, right speech, right action, right livelihood, right effort, right mindfulness, and right meditation. Let's delve into two of these transformative practices that revolve around the power of thought. To cultivate a peaceful state of mind, one must release the grip on rigid concepts that frame our perception of the world. Life is an ever-flowing tapestry, continuously evolving, much like the ceaseless cycle of life or water-changing state from liquid to vapor to ice. Yet, we often attempt to solidify fleeting moments into steadfast concepts and opinions. It's akin to gazing into a kaleidoscope and obsessing over a single pattern, dismissing the infinite array of possible perspectives. Take, for example, a young boy who befriends a rat. In his eyes, the rat is a cherished pet, friendly and endearing. Conversely, his mother views the rat as an unwelcome, dirty pest. Both perspectives are subjective and incomplete, creating fertile ground for conflict should the mother decide to remove the rat from their home. By abstaining from judgment of others' viewpoints and refraining from imposing our own subjective interpretations, we smooth out the path for understanding and harmony. This aligns with what the Buddha referred to as the right view. The right intention, then, is a steadfast commitment to perceive the reality as it unfolds before us. It involves the conscious choice to anchor oneself in the present moment, maintaining awareness and a state of wakefulness devoid of the need for anything more than what exists right now. In essence, 
the right intention signifies a dedication to apply the right view, consistently and with unwavering determination. Part 3. Embrace effort and awareness to journey towards inner peace. In understanding the fabric of Buddhist practices, right intention positions us to see the world authentically. But how do we translate this into daily life? Is not about exerting forceful efforts toward enlightenment. Rather, the Buddha emphasized the concept of right effort as judicious action and thought, avoiding unnecessary strain and letting go of a need to manipulate the uncontrollable. Just as natural motion through a serene environment doesn't demand that you force your way, so too should the path to enlightenment be free of undue strain or preoccupation with its attainment. The principle of right effort underscores a simple truth. Exert control only where it's possible. It echoes the wisdom of the old adage, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. On the other hand, right mindfulness serves as an anchor in the storm, a means to attain a tranquil state amidst the chaos of daily existence. Often, our default is to react impetuously to circumstances or to stifle those reactions altogether. This reactive mode leaves us susceptible to the whims of external forces, where even the incessant drip of a tap can provoke irritation. In contrast, practicing right mindfulness redirects your focus. Instead of dwelling on the external situation, you turn inward, observing your emotional responses without judgment. Notice how you embody irritation, perhaps through clenched teeth or a throbbing headache. By acknowledging and sitting with these sensations, you'll likely observe a shift, a deeper breath, a release of tension. This mindful practice ushers in a soothing calm. Through engaging in right mindfulness, you'll come to recognize that the root of discomfort often lies in your reactions, fueled by your own thoughts and attitudes. By addressing these internal responses instead of fixating on external provocations, you can navigate life with a newfound sense of serenity. Part 4. Exploring the fluidity of the self in the stream of life. As we navigate through life, we echo the philosophical inquiries that have perplexed humanity since Buddha's era, pondering over our essence and the fate of our existence post-mortem. We often operate under the assumption that each person harbors a unique self, a singular personality that defines who we are. Yet this notion of the self has been the crux of philosophical debates for ages. One line of thought, notably present in Hinduism, posits the belief in an immortal soul, termed Atman, temporarily residing within our mortal coil. On the flip side, Materialism argues that our existence is solely a blend of physical substance and mental activity. When our bodies perish, so too does our consciousness. This view aligns both with certain contemporary atheistic perspectives and ancient Indian philosophy. Buddhism, however, critiques both schools of thought for clinging to an illusion. The concept of a self, personality, soul, or self strives to crystallize moving, dynamic experiences into static labels. It's as if we perceive ourselves as corks bobbing along in the river of time. Rejecting these rigid classifications, Buddhism points out that we are ever-evolving entities. Our ideas, feelings, thoughts, and attitudes don't hold still. They're in a state of perpetual flux, 
When the Buddha spoke of the individual, he chose the term stream to illustrate this ongoing motion that's fundamental to our existence. Thus, rather than being afloat on time's currents, in essence, we are the river itself, a continual flow of change and transformation. Part 5. Unity and Interconnectedness, the Foundation of All Existence The world often presents itself as a stage of stark contrasts and discordant elements. But have you ever paused to consider why we perceive existence this way? This tendency stems from what are known as relative truths, the conceptual tools we rely on to navigate our surroundings. These relative truths are not immutable laws. They are mental constructs, our way of distilling complex phenomena by distinguishing one thing from another, such as foreground from background, male from female, or good from bad. They're similar to visual illusions that toggle between, say, a vase and two silhouetted faces. It's all a matter of perspective. Moreover, our language is deeply entrenched in relative truths. Constant exposure leads us to overlook how arbitrary these distinctions are. Yet, at a fundamental level, all things are intrinsically connected and complete. Each event unfolds due to another, with nothing existing in isolation. When we define a concept, we inherently invoke its antithesis. Consider darkness and light. One defines the other, and both are integral parts of an inseparable whole. This notion of indivisibility and interrelatedness defines the absolute truth. While language seeks to segment the world into distinct fragments, absolute truth embodies the unmediated perception of unity, where no individual element stands alone. Final summary. In our quest for a more fulfilling existence, the essence lies in relinquishing the ceaseless judgments we cast upon ourselves, others, and the myriad situations that color our lives. It's in this release from relentless critique that the shackles of confusion and discontent begin to dissolve. As we adopt practices steeped in mindfulness and imbue our daily actions with profound intention, we enable ourselves to inhabit the present moment truly. By embracing these practices, we uncover the capacity to not just exist within the now, but to relish it in its fullness, thus welcoming a new chapter, marked by peace and full appreciation for the rich tapestry of life. Thank you for joining me today on this journey of learning and discovery as we explored the insights of another thought-provoking book in our growing library of knowledge. If you've enjoyed our time together, please take a moment to follow our podcast, give us a five-star rating, and share 20-minute books with other knowledge seekers. Your support truly means a lot. Don't forget to join me again in the next episode, where we will delve into another enriching book. Until then. Happy reading and happy listening.